And we'd like to welcome back to the program the superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation, Dr. Andrew Jackson. Good morning to you, Dr. Jackson. Good morning, Thomas. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Well, great to have you, sir. And, of course, the uh, Sunman Dearborn uh, School Board uh, meeting last night. And, of course, uh, personnel always a uh, matter to be considered by school boards. And I'm sure uh, last night was no exception. Yeah, we had uh, our typical personnel report where we had some new hires and some new coaches and new extracurriculars um, and some retirements. But uh, probably most notable is uh, Don Stonefield has requested to uh, uh, continue here at East Central High School, but as a teacher and kind of re- basically retire from the athletic director position, but can stay on as a teacher. So the board did approve that transfer request for him to uh, return to teaching, and they also uh, uh, approved a transfer request from Kevin Moore, assistant principal at the middle school, to become a new athletic director. So that'll all be effective uh, this summer uh, when Don will transition to the classroom and Kevin will transition from the middle school up to high school be athletic director. And we will post that position and start looking for a new assistant principal at the middle school right away. And as far as uh, Kevin Moore's concern, uh, is there any indication of whether he'll continue coaching the uh, East Central Girls basketball program? Yeah, right now he will uh, continue uh, coaching that program. Uh, we may need to make some adjustments to that that we'll look at here in the future. But as of right now, he's still the coach of the girls' basketball team. All right. So very interesting uh, development at uh, last night's uh, Sunman Dearborn School Board meeting. And also, uh, Dr. Jackson, the, uh, another update uh, regarding the building project. Yes, uh, the, the building project started quite a, wh- a while ago, back actually the 1819 school year. Part of that was a feasibility study, and they put in there some things we need to do immediately with our mechanical systems and some things we need to look at in five to ten years. So it's hard to believe, but we're approaching that five to ten year um, mark already on the original building project uh, for some of those mechanical systems. So the board last night approved a new feasibility study, and what will happen is it will be very heavy on the mechanical side. As an example, all the rooftop units here at the high school are end of life. They're, they're about 17 years old. So we're going to start looking at those and likely have to replace all of those. Um, this is a little earlier than we thought because of the lead time for mechanical systems. So we are starting that now so we can make decisions, final decisions in October, and literally order the equipment in the spring of 24 for delivery in the summer of 2025. And that's how far out some of these units are that you gotta allow 14 to 16 months for delivery. So that's why it's so so much earlier than we originally thought. The good news is the board has been considering the, the building upgrades for a long time. And so we designed, financed the first one so that this one can lay on top of that in a couple of years and it will still stabilize the tax rate. So there'll be no increase in the tax rate in fact, our tax rate this year dropped to about $1.11, which is the lowest tax rate, second lowest tax rate in the history of the, of the district, and about three or four cents lower from when before the building project. So it went from about $1.15 down to $1.11. And that will continue um, at that low rate. So there will be no uh, tax rate increase, and we'll be able to replace some of these mechanical systems. By the time we replace them, in 2025, some of them will be, you know, 18, 19 years old. So it'll be that time that we either um, have to replace them or put some significant maintenance dollars into them. So we'll, we're moving forward with the replacement of it. The other piece that's um, related to that is a golf practice facility. Um, we're having some issues with our home golf course being sold. Um, so we're 
uh, kind of scramble around a little bit to kind of piecemeal some things together to get us through this upcoming season for practice. And we also added a middle school golf team last year. And there's issues with the middle school golf team because they have clubs and things like that. Transportation's hard. Parents have to come here to school, pick them up, take them to the golf course. So the board did approve a design study separately from this one to look at a, a practice facility for golf. We have a couple estimates of around 300000 to do it. Um, so what they approved last night was not to actually do it, but to solicit some designs for it. So Lancer Associates going to put together that package and, and submit uh, the information out to get the bids back for the board to consider if they want to do it or not. So those are – and if, if – we could either do it this summer potentially and pay cash for it or possibly roll it into the next phase of the building project next summer if that's what the board chooses to do as well, uh, depending on what the cost comes back. Okay. So, again, uh, we'll uh, keep an eye on uh, those, the uh, mechanical system feasibility study and also uh, looking at a design study for a uh, potential uh, golf uh, practice course. So those will be uh, some items that uh, we'll definitely uh, be keeping an eye on in the future. And uh, some other things going on, uh, good news uh, coming out uh, this past week, Dr. Jackson, regarding the uh, literacy cadre. Yes, uh, the state is supporting uh, a literacy cadre to, to support students and schools for uh, early learning literacy in grades K, first and second. So we, have, we were approved for the grant, and so we are currently interviewing internal candidates that will move from the classroom into a literacy coaching position. So instead of working with students, they work with teachers um, to basically in, implement a new requirement that's coming from the state, which is a very much a traditional phonics-based approach to reading called the science of reading. And so we will have three literacy coaches, one for every elementary school. In the first year, the state will pay two-thirds of the cost. The second year... Uh, they'll pay uh, one-third the cost, and if we continue that position, the board would be um, responsible for the full cost in the third year if we choose to do that. So it'll be three teachers, uh, two, two of them out of three the first year, one out of the three the second year will be paid by the state. So depending on you know the, the uh, teachers that we choose and the, and the total cost, it's, it's around a $300,000 grant from the state. Uh, so we're very excited about that. We're working on those interviews right now with internal candidates, and we will have those people uh, selected by next week. And then we will post some positions for to replace those people as teachers um, because we'll have three openings as a result of that. So, yeah, we're excited about moving forward with that and the, the training and the professional development we're going to provide for our teachers and the and improvements to our reading instruction as well. And uh, continuing our uh, look into the future as we continue our conversation with Sunman Dearborn School Superintendent, Dr. Andrew Jackson, uh, looking toward uh, getting some uh, little Trojans in the building, the uh, K, uh, you know, kindergarten registrations going on. Yes. So, I mean, for, first of all, they're little tigers, little yeah. Vikings, and little panthers. First, <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. So, yeah, Sunman, uh, <laughs> North Dearborn, and Bright. Yeah, and uh, right, future, right. future and Trojans. Six years, they become little Trojans. <laughs> so I think there's a sign at Sunman that says, current tigers, future Trojans, or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we do have some, eventually they do become Trojans. But, yes, we are currently accepting a pre-registration on our website. So if anyone is listening it has a student who is five by August 1st. Uh, please go out to our website uh, under essentials. You'll see transfer registration information. You see a link there. That gets your name, address, information we need, and then you'll receive a letter for uh, the actual kindergarten roundup 
which is going to be Tuesday, May 9th, at each of the three elementary schools from 6 to 7. That's when you'll see the building, meet some of the teachers, do some real short assessment stuff that we do, some basic stuff. You can turn in your paperwork. You need proof of residency in Indiana. Uh, you need uh, birth certificates, some immunizations, things like that. So we're excited to be providing that for our families, and we encourage everyone to go out there. If you're not uh, 5 by August 1st, there is an appeal uh, so you can appeal to still come to school if you're not five by August 1st. And we do allow several that, you know, turn five later in August or even in September. So if you don't turn five by August 1st, you can still apply for, re- for, for the uh, pre-registration and for the roundup. But we will do have to do some uh, additional work with the parents to make sure that student is ready for kindergarten if they're not five by then. So there, there's that option as well. But I encourage everyone to go out to our website and uh, click on the link and go ahead and pre-register, and then you'll get some information in the mail uh, that's coming up here on May 9th. All right, sounds good. Well, as always, uh, Southern Dearborn School Superintendent, Dr. Andrew Jackson, we appreciate your time. Stay well and uh, look forward to talking to you once again in the future. All right, thank you, Tom. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. 